Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello, beautiful soul. Hello, strong heart. Hello, brilliant listener. Welcome back. Welcome back to Soul Health Mentor and out of your mind and into your heart wisdom, which takes you to that space of divine mind, the capacity to understand and act. You could also use that as a definition of intuition. You know, but you don't know why you know. (laughs) The capacity to understand and act. So it's very important to understand that there's so many different parts to your mind. There's the rational mind, the subconscious, there is the higher mind, there are also different brain states and different brain waves. There's so much to your mind and it is too much to talk about all at once. But what I'm always going to return back to is out of your mind and into your heart wisdom because there lies an intelligence in your heart that is emotional intelligence. And today I would love to talk to you about the three things you can do to cultivate happiness without positive toxicity. And let's define what positive toxicity is. So when you try when one tries to love and light wash everything in life so that everything is always positive and never acknowledge the negative then that is also a form of gaslighting because you cannot say that things don't exist because it's just not true And that's what gaslighting is. It's not acknowledging when someone says something, no, it's not, no, it's not, no, it's not. And I do not practice positive toxicity. Out of your mind and into your heart, wisdom activates divine mind, the capacity to understand and act. And it also activates emotional intelligence. And there are many different emotions. There isn't just the emotion of happy. There's always an opposite. There's happy and unhappy. There's elated and down. There is sad and happy. That could be opposites. There is always a polarity pairing. That is part of the human experience. So cultivating happiness without positive toxicity, it takes acknowledging that emotions aren't always easy. Feeling depressed is a terrible feeling. Feeling dark and gloomy is a terrible feeling. But pretending that it's not there is toxic. And focusing on things, positive things, in an attempt 
to cultivate happiness without addressing the underlying feelings is just not the healthy way to go. So this is very important for you to understand first off. And now I would like to share with you the three tools that I discovered during the years of 2010, 2011, 2014. And they have helped me through a really rough time. So to understand the rough time and the emotional scope and then how I applied the actual tools, I will share my story with you. So back in 2010, it was December, Christmas morning, my husband and I had the biggest fight in 16 years of being together. Well, 18 years of being together, 16 years of being married. And I say the biggest fight not because it was the loudest or the most obnoxious or that we didn't break anything, nothing like that. It was the biggest fight because we were hurling accusations at each other from an ego space, from a rational mind kind of space. And we were blaming each other for our individual unhappiness and for our unhappiness as a couple. And I was really, really shocked to the core because I felt, I literally felt the love leave my heart as these accusations were hurled at each other. And that was such a shock to me and my system because I never ever had felt that way in 18 years and 16 years of marriage. And it was scary because I thought it was over. When love leaves the table, that's when a relationship is over and it just takes one person falling out of love. As soon as one person falls out of love, it's over. So I was shocked. My husband, being the wise, beautiful man that he is, he might not say a lot, I'm definitely the talker, (laughs) but when he does say things that come from his heart, so this out of your mind and into your heart wisdom, he always surprises me and it is surprising how this wisdom that I hear from him also then soothes, soothes, soothes. (laughs) Sometimes I talk English funky. (laughs) You forgive me. Okay, I digress. So it just soothes my system when this wisdom arises. And I had just said, we can keep on hurling ego accusations at at each other, we're going to get nowhere. And then he continued coming into his heart space, or we could just follow love. And that was actually the big fight that led to us making the decision that we're going to sell everything we own to go live and work on a cruise ship. And it was with the intention to cultivate our happiness individually and as a couple. But as life would have it, it wasn't quite as easy as that. We were actually separated by the company we worked for. 
He worked on one ship, I worked on another, so we were separated for seven months. It wasn't easy. My husband was lucky and found himself surrounded by beautiful, caring people, and he made a wonderful bunch of friends, and he had the greatest time with them while feeling sad. I wasn't quite as lucky on the ship that I was in, on because I was hired as a sports staff and I was the only girl and I had nobody to connect with because guys are just different than girls and <laughs> I was told to not be a girl to toughen up to yeah not yeah anyway let's not go there it wasn't easy and I had to really cultivate a toolkit to become emotionally resilient, but also cultivate happiness in a very dark moment of my life, being separated from my husband. And we actually did this to cultivate our happiness and it just didn't work out the way we thought it would. So I found this book called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. And it talks about gratitude as a practice and how gratitude as a practice will activate magic. But I have to say, it can't be gratitude from a headspace. Oh yeah, thanks. Oh yeah, thank you. Thank you. It That's, that's not going to activate the magic. It's that heartfelt magic. It's that really out of your mind and into your heart focusing on the blessings and making them count no matter how difficult your situation is right this moment and doing it from a space of empowerment not doing it from a space of trying to light love and light wash something no but really doing it from that space of what do I have to be grateful for and this book has a 28 day challenge in it and I started it and it was hard the first day is all about counting your blessings and you're supposed to list 10 things that you're grateful for and I found myself complaining I found myself not being able to list 10 things because I was separated from my husband I didn't have any friends on ship I felt lonely I felt scared didn't know what was going to happen with working on a cruise ship and it was just a terrible time so I focused on the little things. Thank you for the ocean. Thank you for not having to pay rent. Thank you for not having any overhead. Thank you for the money that I earn here on ship being mine to do with as I please. I can invest it. I can save it. I can spend it. I can splurge. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so I did this 28 day challenge more than once and my gratitude muscle got stronger and stronger and it really really helped me focus on these snapshots of happy day moments and as beautiful and simple as the ocean there is so much gratitude when we connect with nature it happens naturally Nature pu puts us back together out of your mind and into your heart. Wisdom is 
easily felt in nature and reconnecting through our true nature through nature but obviously that wasn't enough because there was this whole emotional whew, experience I guess you could call it emotional hardship gratitude and just happy day snapshots or happy moments like snapshots of happy moments just didn't cut it what I needed was a way to self-regulate my emotions and also understand them better and what I discovered on ship was a technique called emotional brain training so I did a lot of as you can see I did a lot of self-development and self-growth and self-help work on ship because I didn't make friends that came later but that those first three months weren't easy so I turned to myself because I will not abandon myself even when others do and I can never control the reactions and responses of other people I can only ever have control over what I choose to do and I choose to be the heron of my life not the victim I have always chosen that I live by that I also choose to become the change I wish to see in the world so I literally take my medicine and walk my talk I don't just use proverbs or quotes as a way to love and light wash things and put them into this perspective of positive toxicity I don't do that so the emotional brain training technique I have already introduced you to in past episodes when I did the guided meditation into your heart sanctuary with you I actually used the tool number three for brain state number three which is when negative emotions take over and cloud the positive emotion underneath and our basic four negative emotions are anger to the point of red-hot rage deep sadness that lies underneath that rage fear that lies underneath the sadness and guilt that lies underneath all of it and guilt is the most difficult feeling to express and feel because sometimes we feel like we're wronged by others and how are we supposed to feel guilty if we're being wronged by others so it's a good a good way to approach this feeling is in an ideal world and I took you through a process that had you feel those negative emotions and then when you allow yourself to feel them then you actually enter into the space of gratitude all of a sudden you just start feeling grateful and you start feeling happy and you start feeling secure and you start feeling proud so it's this whole process that I learned through emotional brain training and applied many many times and there's five brain states five accompanying tools for each brain state there's one and I highly recommend you check it out Google it at the time when I was learning the this self-regulating tool it was still old school with manuals and books and I I loved it I'm not really an app person 
but now it is something that you can be taught via an app and I know people love apps and there's a whole community I'm just letting you know that I learned it old school with workbooks and exercises and and reminder cards but now it has been streamlined and I highly recommend that because it will help you understand your emotions and also understand how your brain is wired for stress and how you can rewire it back to joy and how this wiring for stress begins in childhood and how those stress circuits will also trigger you as an adult but being triggered into rage or anger as an adult is actually the opportunity to rewire your brain from stress to joy. Later on I also learned about tapping and I learned about it through my mom so I was always telling my mom about emotional brain training and then she was telling me well I tap I tap and all is well all is good we all have our favorites I have tapped and I am tapping right now so I am familiar with it I'm just letting you know that emotional brain training is is my number one and then the emotional freedom technique would be my number two as a recommendation to help you learn to self-regulate and to get to know yourself via your emotion emotions because that is necessary if you avoid negative emotion then then, then you're going into positive toxicity and that is not healthy so tool number one was the magic by Rhonda Byrne, highly recommended, highly recommend you actually do the challenge because information without action is just that, it's just information, nothing changes. Simultaneously learn about your emotions through either emotional brain training or emotional freedom technique also called tapping and then a beautiful practice that I love doing and that I discovered in 2014 after my husband had been reunited in the second contract on ship and then we spent two more contracts on ship, sadly, we were separated again after when we decided to go through the green card process and we were separated due to the green card process. So I've been using these tools for a very long time. <laughs> when we finally were reunited in the States, we were both so culture shocked that I just had to continue using the tools. And right now, there's so much global upheaval with so many things happening all at once. And because we're connected through social media, we all know about it all the time. And staying positive in a toxic world isn't easy. <sighs> so this last tool is the 100 Happy Day Challenge. And please remember that I don't practice positive toxicity. So while I'm currently posting happy day moments on my social media, specifically my personal Facebook profile, Nadia Shana Kraus, if you want to check it out, I'm super good at staying consistent. I'm very tenacious and I love doing the challenge. It really challenges me to find the happy in the gloomy. And I invite you to do it because I can talk about it all day long. You will only experience the emotional resiliency that you develop by through these three practices and also the happiness that you will cultivate. You will only know when you do it. 
You will not know just by listening to this podcast. So this is my invitation. And these are my stories that will hopefully inspire you, empower you, illuminate you, and uplift you so that you can continue to do the same for yourself. And maybe you're asking yourself right now, but what if I'm known for not finishing things? My answer to that would be, hold yourself to a standard of grace, not perfection, and baby steps taken continuously, imperfectly, will get you there. Never underestimate the power of baby steps and also look for a support system. Look for a support system, an accountability buddy, a community. My invitation that I extended to come check me out on Facebook was for that reason. It is nice to see someone else doing something that you want to do and you can hold each other accountable. So I welcome your comments and you letting me know about your plans. I would love to hear from you and just know that starting is the most important thing. Starting, 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 taking action and then finding solutions along the way. I'm here to support you with this podcast, Soul Health Mentor, and obviously I am also here for you as a one-on-one mentor if you feel like you need support in any of this. You can always reach out to me via my website, nadiakraus.com. And next week, I will be guiding you through a process, a meditation, an active meditation of out of your mind and into your heart wisdom, a process that will connect you to your divine mind and your intuition so that you can learn to find answers, so that you can learn to turn inward and find answers because that is something that is so important. While I applied all of these tools, yes, I did, it was my intuition my inner knowing, my inner teacher that kept me going through all of the difficult times in my life. This is my invitation from my heart to yours. Take good care of yourself. Do what you need to do. If not now, when? If not you, who? And use the resources that are available, this being one of them. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing.